Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning from sunny West London. And I am praying that the sun is shining on you wherever you are. If you're watching here in London, you've got a pretty good day. I don't know about the rest of the country or anywhere else in the world, but greetings this wonderful morning. And welcome to Colin and Amanda's daily morning devotional. Yes, good morning, everyone. Good to have you on board this morning. We look forward to spending 30 minutes together. Now, uh, the number to uh, contact us on is 07570-261-697. 07570-261-697. That comes straight to this mobile phone. It is by text or WhatsApp message only. And I, I just see a message coming in right now. And it is from a lady called D. Good morning. Blessings to you, Pastor Colin and Amanda. Thank you. Thank you again for your leadership during this difficult season. There's a praise report. Well, thank you for that, D. My sister Yvette, who is a midwife in New York, was very unwell with the virus, was yesterday given the all clear. It's a praise request. That's wonderful. Thank you for thank you, Father God, for your awesome mercy, love, and healing blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm reading it out, and that's in capped letters, so that is a raised voice, and amen. Would you also like to say a big thank you? We'd also like to say a big thank you to my cell group ladies for standing with me. What a wonderful blessing to know that we can stand with one another during this season. I'm in Rona's cell. Well, bless you. Bless you, D. Uh, yes. Bless you, D. It's D. Miller. D. Miller, bless you, D. Uh, Sister D. Miller. Oh, it is written here. And it's D. Miller. You have some dancing ladies there, and you've got some uh, 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 celebration applause, and you've got some thank you signs in all in your in your emojis. So yes, thank you, and, and praise God for Rona and all the soul leaders. Yesterday, I did we did a broadcast to well, actually, it was a, a, a webinar to all the cell leaders, 258 people are online. So it wasn't quite everybody, but it was quite short notice when we spoke <clears> to them and the cell leaders are doing an absolute amazing job. We're so grateful that we are a cell church. And so that is how you reach us uh, directly and throughout the day. And we pass this on to the pastoral team and they are continuing to pray and they pray right away. And gradually, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll be acknowledging and saying, hi, how are you getting on? Doing follow-up. You may not get an immediate response because when we've mentioned that we pray, that's, that is the response. But then it's followed up by the staff and, and hopefully they will be in touch with you and you continue to uh, communicate with this number. And we will uh, follow through on what's happening in your life. Also, thank you. One or two people are sending in now kind of good news stories or actually a uh, little bit news reports about what they're doing, how they're running their cells. And I've picked up some of those and sending them over to Jeffrey, who is editing for us the hashtag Katie on uh, Katie without walls, <laughs> Katie without walls program, which comes on on Saturdays at 530 straight after the hub uh, broadcast of the hub. Everything. OK. Now, I had um, uh, another one coming in right away. Thank you for this. It's really great to have this interaction. Uh, hi, pastors. Um, I thank God for all. 
I didn't feel that great and had an image of what I would say was a shadow of death. Don't really know what to ask, really. Okay, well, we, we will pray, Nicola, uh, about that. Um, the wonderful thing about the sense of there being a shadow of death is the Bible says, though I, that, though I walk through the valley of death, I will fear no evil, but also more than that. Remember, there was a lamb for a house in the Passover, and the angel of death, which you could say was a shadow of death, could say that, was, was didn't fall upon every house of the Passover blood. And Jesus is our Paschal Passover lamb. And it's right now, it's Jewish Passover as well as Easter. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and so the blood of Jesus is your protection, Nicola. And so we apply the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus to your life, Nicola, and to every household. And one of, as intercessors, we can pray. In fact, let's do that right now. This is quite a, a different a time together this morning. Uh, it's an intercession time. So I'd like us to join in intercession with the prayer line of the blood of Jesus as the Passover lamb and a lamb for a house. And so everybody join me in prayer right now. I begin to pray. I don't know how many are online at the moment. I'll get that news in a second. But uh, pray right now because we're praying for the blood of Jesus Christ to just just have this picture. As Nicola has seen this a Passover, uh, seen this, uh, this shadow of death, which is very similar to the Passover um, judgment. And But the Bible says that God passed over those households which have the blood of Jesus. And we're going to apply the blood of Jesus. Now, everybody interceding right now, everybody interceding all over this place. Intercede louder. Intercede louder. And we, as we pray, you raising your voice. It's not about shouting. It's about raising your voice so that you stir up your spirit. And, and we pray right now that all you who are watching will join in with one spirit, one spirit. This is a very important thing. And we need to lift up the blood of Jesus over every life, over every house, the blood of Jesus. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Father, we thank you that the blood pleads better things than the blood of Abel. It, it pleads mercy where Abel's blood pleaded vengeance. And we ask for mercy. And Father, this shadow or this dark shadow is not just to do with death. It's to do with the enemy attack to stifle and to oppress the people of God and to close down the churches and to discourage people, to discourage people who can't attend meetings, to discourage them and for them to be disillusioned and say, it's not working. I've got problems. And, and the devil wants to, people's eyes to be taken off Jesus and, and, and to, to struggle at this particular time in an isolated way. The devil's strategy is to isolate people, not just social isolation or social distancing or quarantine, but to isolate them from one another. And one of the best ways is of doing that is by spreading doubt and division and rumor and accusation and threats and all the things that are happening in the spiritual realm right now, but we will not receive the spirit of intimidation or the spirit of deception or the spirit of division. We receive only the spirit of God by which we are sealed for the day of redemption. The spirit of God and security as the blood of Jesus is our seal and as the Holy Spirit is our seal, that double seal 
of the promise and the pledge of God. Therefore, in Jesus' name, we lift up holy hands in the holy place and we push back the powers of darkness, the powers of depression, the powers of accusation, the powers of intimidation, the powers of discouragement, the powers of dispiritedness, the powers of despondency. We push back all those powers and we speak faith and hope over every life, over every home, and the blood of Jesus pushes back the powers of darkness in Jesus' name and the strategies of the enemy fall to the ground. Depression lifts. Accusation has no resting place. Every curse returns to its source for a curse without a cause cannot rest. Oh, Father, we thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, you see, Nicola, what you sparked off this morning with sharing that little word. Thank you. Thank you so much. Keep them coming in. There's a very strong anointing uh, surrounding us right now. And I just let me know if you're feeling it too. And I'm, you know, it's not about psychology. Uh, we're feeling it. Yes. And the people out there, tell mm -hmm. us, I really sense God is going to do something quite significant uh, in our time together today. And please make sure others join us. Maybe quite a few people have to go to work. Uh, I, I guess. And um, we had a suggestion last night from one of the cell leaders that, hey, why don't we do this when coronavirus lockdown is over every morning, six, six to six thirty? Wouldn't that be interesting so that uh, we can join in prayer? Certainly makes it easier for people. Uh, they, have to, they don't have to get up at five, get to some building by six and then leave again. Mm. So uh, we will be certainly looking in to the ways in which we can use some of these uh, connection techniques, uh, I, I, information technology, technical means <laughs> of linking together, not just by live stream, but by video conferencing. Now, we have uh, in April's Revival Times, and I hope you've managed to go online and take a look at that. Uh, it's been Revival Times Extra from March. Now we're starting to put post things up on uh, April Revival Times. And the readings for today on April's uh, Revive, from, from April's Bible reading is Judges 5, Jeremiah 18, Acts 9, Mark 4. Judges 5, Jeremiah 18, Acts 9, Mark 4. And those are four chapters that you're invited to read um, every day, four chapters in the reading list, which will take you through the whole of the Bible once and the New Testament twice. That's that's how it works. And so now we're not reading all those chapters out loud today, but we are basing our morning devotions on something that has struck us from that particular uh, set of readings. And this morning, I didn't need to go past the first reading, which is Judges chapter five. And this is the song of Deborah and Barak. And we know that um, there was a, a, a huge attack upon the children of Israel. And um, there was a king in Caban. There was a commander of his army, Sisera. And uh, the people cried out to the Lord as 900 chariots of iron came. He used to bring come, come against to oppress the people of Israel. 
and this cruelty went on for 20 years now in in a way this is a, a sign or a picture of what's happening today the coronavirus is from the enemy it is not from the lord now the lord allows these things to happen and indeed uses them and purposes to use them according to his plans and purposes but god is a good god he is light there is no darkness in him at all sickness and disease does not come from do not come from god they do not exist in the world that god created they came into the world as a result of the fall and the evil and wickedness that that came as human beings and indeed spiritual beings exercised their free will and rebelled against God. And God will bring that all that to judgment. But in the meantime, these things come and that, that's the hand of the enemy, the hand of the enemy. And the, the goal of the enemy is to oppress the people of God. I, I, I kind of go on with a flow here when I use that. You probably know what I'm going to say next. And I, I can't resist it. Don't let the devil uh, oppress, depress, suppress. And I don't know, we have a few other presses that come into that. But it's all part of the same oppression of the enemy. And there is a, a deep spirit of oppression. And it's not just that what's coming to us from coronavirus. It, it, you know, that's the external oppression. But... What happens is that the um, enemy wants to bring oppression. Um, just in case there was something. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll come to that. Yeah, thank you that somebody just sent in something quite prophetic. So this relates to what I'm saying. So I'm glad we, we looked at it. But we'll leave that just for one moment and we'll come back that in a moment so we will uh, go strong with this right now okay so the enemy one of the enemy strategies is to work and to bring discontent disunity um, and doubt in the minds of believers and this is why as believers we should guard our minds and guard our mouths uh, you know I, I, over the years i've heard many, many different rumors about many men and women of God. And it, 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 and, and these rumors have not been true. And, and this came from really quite some quite high-level leaders. When I first became senior minister all those years ago, 29 years ago, I received telephone calls uh, from other senior leaders around the world I won't name names, and this, what I'm saying is not true of all of them. And um, it was all like this, well, welcome, you know, and it was like, welcome to the club. So I'd made it into some inner circle in some big club. Some of them invited me to join in with various groups, charismatic leadership groups, and um, I didn't feel particularly inclined to do so. And then one or two of them would start saying, well, no, okay, uh, take care, watch out for that brother, watch out for this brother. And I said, well, what are you talking about? That, oh, well, no, they're, they're up to something. So I said, what are they up to? We can't tell you. All right. But you're wanting me not to allow this brother or that brother or that ministry to come to the church just because you're saying so behind their back. Or we're not to talk to them about it. Oh, no, no, we don't do that. And so there is that tendency where ministers and ministries can at times 
uh, work against one another. And then it can work within a local church where people listen to the wrong thing. Instead of putting out all gossip and any nasty thing, just put it out of your mind and take everything to Jesus. And if there's any, any concern, you go to the right person and always never take somebody's word. Oh, I told you I can't say this. I can't say who told me. I can't say where this came from. Well, you shouldn't listen to that. Any anonymous stuff, all this anonymous stuff, forget it. These are the devil's ways of sowing discord. And one of the things God hates is a person who sows discord among the brothers. You read that it's right there in the book of Proverbs. God hates those who sow discord amongst the brothers. So if anybody's doing that, just say shame on them and you focus on Jesus. And so, yes, there's the oppression, but it was physical danger as well. And so what we are reading about this, we can also apply to coronavirus. But there was a tremendous victory, and we thank God the victory is going to come. And this is how it happened. In uh, chapter 5 of Judges, verse 1, it says, Then sang Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, on that day, that the leaders took the lead in Israel, that the people offered themselves willingly, Bless the Lord. Well, there's quite a long reading. Let me read on a bit more and I'll come back to that. Hear, O kings, give ear, O princes. To the Lord I will sing. I'll make melody to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the region of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens dropped. Yes, the clouds dropped water. The mountains quaked before the Lord, even Sinai before the Lord the God of Israel. Then the days of Shagmah, son of Anath. In the days of Jael, the highways were abandoned and travelers kept through the byways. The villages ceased in Israel. They ceased to be until I arose. I, Deborah, arose as a mother in Israel. When new gods were chosen, then war was in the gates. Was shield or spear to be seen among 40,000 in Israel? My heart goes out to the commanders of Israel who offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless the Lord. Well, there's a couple of themes here. First of all, there is the theme of leadership. Leadership. And in this coronavirus, we need good leadership. Amanda, I have stepped into the gap. We will... We were the senior ministry anyway. I never always always was senior leader, senior minister, but I'd handed quite a bit over to my colleague. And now it has come back on my desk again. And I take it up with, with, with seriousness. I take it up with passion. And I take it up with, with authority because spiritual authority now is very important. It's important that we all under spiritual authority. It's important as I'm in submission to spiritual authority over me and the spiritual authority over you. It's very important this for spiritual authority to be exercised. It's not everybody walking around doing their own thing. Well, I love Jesus. I can pray on my own. You need to be in a connected relationship with members of the body of Christ under the, the benefits and blessing of spiritual authority that will stand in the gap on your behalf. And that's what we are doing. And we are, it is a battle. It is a battle. It's a battle day and night. 
We won't share too much about that. We are not looking for sympathy today. But this is, this is a night-long battle and a day-long battle, day after day. And we are standing there. And it's wonderful when the leaders rise up. Wonderful how God raised up Deborah, a mighty woman of God. Barak, but Barak didn't have as much courage as Deborah. And this came about because it says in verse 8, when new gods were chosen, then war was in the gates. This is because the children of Israel turned away from the Lord and got their focus on other things. And this is what I am calling Kensington Temple, London City Church back. And I guess many of you who are watching today are intercessors. Over 100 of you are watching. You are intercessors. That's why you're doing this. We need to stand in the gap because uh, we're calling KTLCC back to the worship, the true worship of the Lord. Now, I'm not saying that people are constructing idols in their homes, but I do know that amongst the people of God today, anything that distracts them from the purpose of God, the vision of God, we have the cell vision to grow and to multiply, to be disciples and disciple makers. This isn't sitting back, tickling ears and, and stroking people, giving people a stroking ministry there, there, there. It's not a stroking, it's a provoking ministry. Now is the time to rise up and be strong. What is happening in these days does not compare with what shall come upon the earth in the days that lie ahead. What we're seeing now is just small tokens of big things that are going to happen, far bigger things that are going to shake the heavens and the earth. We know that from the Bible. And therefore, we must remain strong and make sure that uh, we are founded on the rock, Christ Jesus, that we are uh, really embedded in the kingdom that cannot be shaken because we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So these aren't games. Don't, don't play games with this. And pray that people will not play games. The little petty passing on of this, a little criticism of that, the whining over this and the, and the dissatisfaction over that. No, put those aside. The little foxes spoil the vine, but the word of the Lord cuts through like, like fire. In, 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 in the forest, like, like an earthquake in the wilderness, like a tsunami in the ocean. Like a thunderbolt in the sky, the word of the Lord prevails. That's why we are a word church and a spirit church. <laughs> and this is what the this is what the leaders uh, are uh, are to do to take up the word of God. Last night, two hundred and fifty eight of our leaders joined us. They are the pastors. We are not the pastors. We head up the pastoral ministry. We are not the pastors. Pastoral ministry belongs to the body of Christ, their leaders everywhere. We are your pastors. We're not your only pastors. Your pastors are there who are with you every day. This is not a one man or a one woman show. And, and anybody that tries to run ministry that way is only drawing attention to themselves so that they might feel good about themselves, so that they might look good in the eyes of others. They want to elevate themselves to be in some kind of me, me, me leadership. My leadership is not about me and it's not about Amanda. My leadership is about you raising you up and raising leaders up. So that's what we want to pray for. Now, the second thing that is strong in this passage, is not just the leaders, it's the people. So verse 2 says that the leaders took the lead. They rose up, took initiative, and took the lead. That the people offered themselves willingly. Bless the Lord. You don't know how prophetic this is. One of the verses, in, one of the passages in the scripture 
that I have preached on for more than, well, since 1980, I think, the first time. So how many years is that? 40 years, is that right? 40 years. 40 years was the passage which says, your people shall be willing in the day of your power. When the people offer themselves willingly. Now, these are the two things. This is what we must pray. We must pray for a, a leadership that takes the initiative, takes responsibility, and breaks through in the battle, in the spiritual realm, receiving revelation and moving forward. Amen. But also that the people offer themselves willingly and they become part of the army, part of the battle. And it's that why Kensington Temple is one of the uh, targets of the enemy because that is exactly our philosophy and our ministry. And that is our history. That is our ministry. That is our purpose. That is our destiny. And the enemy wanted to destroy that and still wants to destroy that. But we're not going to let it happen because we are the intercessors who take our stand in the heavenly places. Well, we've gone on already now, haven't we? So now, there is uh, Alex who is bringing a, a word or at least a, a, a kind of um, prophetic parallel between the idea that uh, coronavirus is called uh, corona because it is a crown um, and it's because there are those spikes that come out of the virus itself that has the visual appearance of a crown. And um, what uh, Alex is sharing is it's it's a kind of a prophetic interpretation of that, saying that uh, the crown speaks of human, man-made um, um, crowns uh, uh, who worship man's achievement through technology, business, sports. In other words, the crowns, the honors that are given, and we need to cry out to Jesus uh, for the for His crown of healing his crown of thorns and God's crown of righteousness uh, and spiritual fruitfulness. That's a wonderful, mm -hmm. wonder, wonderful word, which we will examine and, and take further. Thank you very much, Alex. Also, what comes to me is this crown is, is not just the crown of human achievement that we honor human achievement above God and the victory of Christ. This is a demonic crown. This is the enemy. This is an evil crown evil trying to conquer over good evil manifesting manifesting and it is like satan asserting his false crown and he and i'm sure alex <laughs> sure alex would, would maybe get back to me quickly on that alex maybe i'm sure you will appreciate that also is a is a kind of an extra dimension to talk to what you were saying anyway really appreciate this um we need to go now but we can't go before we pray and so let's pray. Would you like to? Uh, okay, I'll pray in the strong prophetic way that okay. uh, we 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 were going. Okay, thank you, Lord Jesus, Father. In Jesus' name, we join together. In Jesus' name, we we join in the prayer of agreement and the spirit of agreement. We know that we are your servants, and we are nothing more than servants. And even when we've done everything that we should have done to excellence and perfection, we are still worthless servants because we've only done what was our duty to do. But we thank you, Lord, that you can make us profitable servants because you can give us extra ability to do what we cannot do when we've done all that we can do, 
all we all we are is unprofitable servants. But when you enable us to do what you can do and what you enable us to do, then we become profitable servants in your in your kingdom and in your sight. Father, we pray that you will tear down this coronavirus thing. We recognize that there's a spirit that lies behind it. It is real. It is tangible. It is practical. It is physical. And we don't want to get over spiritual about this. But we do see, Father, that there are some symbols here that show us that there is an assertion of false authority. And that assertion of false authority is a very strong prayer line from the Holy Spirit. And so in Jesus' name, we rise up against the assertion of false authority where man puts himself or humanity, himself or herself above the crown of God, above the word of God, above the authority of God. We tear down that argument in the mighty name of Jesus. And beyond that, Father, where individual people set themselves up and over other people, and we see this in church structures. We see this as ego is 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 trying to establish itself. And, and it's, I put myself up by putting you down. Father God, in Jesus' name, we come against that. And we come against that spirit of oppression and discouragement and division in Jesus' mighty name. And we unite around the leadership that you've given to us by the Holy Spirit. And we pray, Father, that you would raise up more and more leaders this year in the in 2020, and that as we train more cell leaders, you will raise them up in Jesus' name. And those leaders who are now dispirited, raise them up. Lift up the hands that hang down. Strengthen the feeble knees. We speak strength into leadership all over KTLCC right now. We speak against discouragement. We speak against disillusionment. We speak against every negative spirit that operates in people's hearts and minds right now we tear them down in jesus name and we build up the body of christ Amen. we bless one another we bless our leaders we bless our leaders we bless our leaders and we thank you father for the willingness of people all the people of god we draw you together in the name of jesus we call you to assemble at the foot of jesus who is your savior who is your lord and who is your captain your commander-in-chief and we bow the knee to our lord jesus and we stand strong together assembled as an army willing in the day of your power amen, amen. and amen. amen and amen amen Praise the Lord. Praise Amen. the Lord. 